Welcome into the Go 24-7 podcast. We've got breaking news. Three huge defensive linemen committed to LSU over the last 72 hours. Ed Ogeron and the Tigers have been on fire. Patrick Jenkins, the John Arrett defensive lineman out of the New Orleans area, commits. Then four-star defensive tackle Eric Taylor out of Alabama commits. And finally, Live Oak defensive tackle Jalen Lee makes the call on Wednesday morning live on the radio. A huge 72 hours for Ed Ogeron and the Tigers. And then Will Wade lands Jalen Cook out of Walker, Louisiana, the number one point guard in the state of Louisiana and the Gatorade Player of the Year. I'm Billy Embody. With me to break it down, Shay Dixon. Shay, uh, there's no easing back into uh, normal life for me from vacation. LSU's been on fire, man. What a run. Uh, well, I jinxed it because when you were on uh, vacation, Billy goes to Europe for vacation, obviously. Very wild Bill move for two weeks. But uh, they what they landed Ali Gay and some other guys, and that's Jordan Tolls. Uh, and I texted you. I said, Billy, when you get back from Europe, they're not going to have any room left. You'll have nothing to do. Uh, you come back and they reel off uh, <laughs> three in three days. Yeah, it's been one of those wild, wild uh, runs. I want to start with Jalen Lee. This is um, somebody that when you talked with his dad just a couple weeks ago, it, it seemed like they were going to take this out and they were you know, looking at the process in a, in a light that was, look, we're new to this. We blew up this spring. Now he makes the call and called up Ed Ogeron Tuesday night and committed. Yeah, I think this is a, a big one. And look, you've seen him in the spring, so we'll, we'll get your eval on him. But we know this. He's a 6'3", 280-pound range defensive lineman who's really played a couple of different positions, right? We saw him at LSU camp um, working a bit on the edge, working as an inside guy. Uh, and that seems to be a little bit of a trend with this group of defensive linemen. They're not... Um, being scared off by, you know, if they're called tackles or, or ends, I think in their three, four, and, and even playing some four down linemen, they'll find a way uh, to get guys on the field in a year of need. But look, I talked to Warren Lee, Jalen's father, for an article that we wrote on the site. And it was, I guess it was a couple weeks ago. And he said, um, yeah, look, we may not make any officials now. We may sneak one in, but um, he's going to save some for later in the process. And, and it is new to us. You know, we don't, he's the first kid out of live Oak ever to sign a football scholarship. So, uh, this was a kind of a fresh approach for them in a number of ways. And I got that. So, uh, I said, look guys, look, as they figure out this D line board, Jalen Lee is sitting at the top of it. They want him. They already had him in camp. Uh, and moving forward, he's a take. It's just a matter of when he wants to get on board and he pops Tuesday night and, and calls Dennis Johnson and gives him the good news. Uh, and boy, I think probably, Billy, look, at Jalen Lee, he knows the score, right? He knows what the board looks like. And Patrick Jenkins got on board, and then Eric Taylor gets on board. And uh, Jalen Lee, who had offers from Bama, Georgia, Florida, you name them, right? And a lot of coaches trying to get him to come up to camp at their schools uh, put a halt to all that and said, look, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and jump in with LSU. That's where I want to be. And uh, I'll say this, he made a comment and it could be easily read as one that, you know, any kid would say about his commitment, but he said, I'm staying home because I want LSU to win national championships. And we need guys, more guys like, uh, you know, me and, and others in state, the top guys to stay home and win your national championships here. And uh, Billy, how long when they've lost guys to other schools, notably Alabama, have guys said, why can't every, you know, this kid just say, you know, Sobsher, I just want to be here and win. Why does, you know, why do guys need to leave? And now you've got a kid like Jalen Lee, you know, right here in Livingston Parish saying, 
Uh, I've got other opportunities, but I want me. I'm choosing to stay home, and uh, I'm going to try to get other guys to do it with me. Yeah, Shay, and look for me. Looking back on my time covering LSU recruiting, Todd Harris is one that came to mind immediately when he said that. Uh, Todd, of course, picked LSU over really offers from everywhere, and he wanted to stay home and win a national championship. That was one that stood out to me. And Jalen Lee goes on off the bench, Jordy and T-Bob, and says the exact same thing. And so for me, Lee, having seen him in the spring, he's somebody that has really good feet. He's really nimble. He runs really well for his size. He plays up and down that, that live oak defensive line. And that's a team, too, where you mentioned it. He's the first one to really sign a Division One football scholarship out of there. He's somebody that on that team plays a bunch of different roles for the team. So he's not showcased. He's, and that's probably part of the reason why he, it took until this spring for him to blow up. And the thing I like about him is it, one, just great character kid. Uh, his family really wanted him to stay home at LSU. And, and I think part of him popping this early was, was a, a part of that. And, and he said it too. He wanted to stay home and, and play for his home state. But this is somebody that you build around a defensive line. And that goes for Patrick Jenkins. That goes for Eric Taylor. We're going to talk about Jacoby and uh, Guillory and Jaquel and Roy, if they can get on board, this is somebody that you can build around and beat Alabama with. This is one of those players that is uh, a solution to the problem rather than look somebody that, you know, is going to take some time to develop and this and that he's somebody that I can see impacting right away. Uh, as well as the two other commitments that they got. Uh, and you saw both of both Patrick Jenkins and um, Eric Taylor and Jalen Lee for a little bit before he had to go to work at camp. I mean, this is a class that is now becoming something that can change the, the future of that LSU defensive line. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll start with Jenkins. Jenkins committed on Sunday, and he was coming off a TCU official visit, but he had a bunch of big offers, right? I mean, he had a lot of SEC offers that were starting to come after him strong uh, because he had a really he had a gr- really good junior year, but he was s- special. He stood out in the spring and certainly in their spring game, which are big deals in New Orleans. Uh, he dominated for John Arrett. So uh, he had picked up a bunch of offers. He came to camp. I was there. I was five feet away from him uh, when he worked out for Ed Orgeron uh, and Dennis Johnson. And it was very clear that uh, look, I thought, you know, I'm, I knew what his kind of what he was his junior year and uh, his profile. You know, he was six one and two fifty five, and I said, look, this is he's an undersized defensive lineman, especially if you're trying to play him at D end or a three tech in the SEC. Uh, and he showed up and he checked in six two two eighty five, so bigger than we thought he'd be, but not like in a bad way. And, and his biggest attribute is how quick he is, and he's got good hands. He's got good leverage. I mean, just his ability to bend around the uh, the edge of a tackle was impressive, you know, for a kid like him. But it's that first step. He's a Lewis Neal type of player. And <clears throat> we'll see. Look, with this whole crop of guys, they can go into their <clears throat> excuse me, into their senior year. And really, there could be some shuffling. I mean, he could put out the best senior tape uh, of the group. We just don't know. Uh, but I do think that you feel good about going and lining up guys like Patrick Jenkins and Jalen Lee and putting yourself in position for some other guys in state we'll talk about, but it's about finding defensive linemen. And if you can get them in Louisiana, then great. And, and these were guys that had sec offers and they got them on board and, and look, I'll jump into Eric Taylor quickly. I saw him at LSU camp when he was on his official visit, hanging out. He's all of six, five, and he's probably 275, 280. 
can play a few spots on the line, plays at Hewitt Trustville, who's got a good program. Um, and I think he's a guy who, too, had offers from Bama, Auburn, LSU. All these teams wanted to get him, you know, to camp, come to campus, uh, you know, camp with us. Let's see how you look. Uh, and he said, look, I'm, I've made a bunch of visits to LSU. He came over for the official visit on camp weekend. They got to check him out. They had already spring evaled him. And they said, look, we don't, we don't want to wait anymore. We want you in this class. We need defensive linemen. Uh, and he committed to him and he went public on Tuesday night. So it's kudos to Dennis Johnson, kudos to Ed Orgeron, because they know what fans know. And it's that they whiffed on some guys at the end of the last cycle. Like, let's be real. I like Joseph Evans. We love a Puika right now. Sony Fanua could certainly be a steal as a, as a hand in the dirt or stand up guy as an edge rusher coming out of Juco and being college ready. But let's not kid ourselves. They wanted Sopcher. They wanted uh, a lot of the Mississippi defensive linemen uh, that they had certainly been in on for years. Uh, and they came up snake eyes there. So the goal was turn around and how do we make that right in this class? And boy, uh, they're well on their way to that. And, and now they can just focus on kind of a handful of guys who are very clearly their top targets. What I love about these three guys, they're all trending up. I mean, we, we, when Eric Taylor jumped on board, people were wondering, oh, well, is, is this happening with Alabama or what's, what's going on there? This is somebody that we see moving up in the rankings. And Patrick Jenkins, you know, we've seen him live now. You've seen him live uh, at camp. I saw him at a spring game. He was dominant in spring game, very productive. And now he shows up at camp 6'2", His senior tape is, is going to be out there eventually. He's somebody that can rise up in the rankings. Jalen Lee is somebody that we've had circled for a long time that's going to end up a four-star prospect on 24-7 sports. He's already a four-star on the composite. And so they're trending up in terms of guys that can really contribute. And they've got two more big ones on the board. Jacoby and Guillory out of Alexandria. He's on his official visit to LSU this weekend. And then Jaqueline Roy, who's been on campus, it seems like every day this summer, Shay, if they can get those two guys, I mean, that's about as good of a defensive line haul as as really you've probably seen in, in a while. Yeah, look, I, I will say this, that they've got a good crop of guys who are still out there, right, out-of-state guys. And you can go down the list, Vernon Broughton, Darian Henry. I'm just mentioning guys who have already taken official visits, but um, there are plenty others in terms of uh, what their defensive line big board Uh, sort of looks like moving forward. Um, But I said, look, I wrote an article last week and I said, when they got Patrick Jenkins, their big fish next were Jaquel and Roy, Jacoby and Guillory, Jalen Lee and Eric Taylor. Well, you just popped two of the guys on the list in 48 hours. So now your attention shifts to Roy and Guillory and Roy has been on campus. He goes to high school on campus, but he's been at football ops. He told me basically every day or every other day for the past two weeks Guillory's coming in on his official visit this weekend that follows up a a nice camp session for both of them at Bama. Uh, but Guillory then made an official visit to Bama. Now he's coming to LSU. Then it will be the dead period. So, you know, Roy's probably not doing anything right away, right? Like, uh, we've not had any inclination. Nobody's telling us, Hey, look, Roy's about to pop tomorrow, but Guillory has very publicly said, look, I think that I want to do something before my senior year. I don't have an exact day, but You know, when the July dead period hits, I'm going to sit down with my folks. We're going to talk about it and decide my best step. So the fact that they went ahead and got him on board, uh, or excuse me, the fact that they went ahead and got him in this weekend to be the final team to host him in Guillory, uh, I think is a big positive. And look, the crystal ball reads LSU for both guys. I don't even know if anyone else has, it might be 100% LSU for both guys, but 
Make no mistake about it. I think Bama's making it very interesting with both of them. Pete Golden's recruiting the state uh, heavily for the second year in a row. And those two are, are two guys that they offered and brought up to, to camp and certainly uh, appear to, you know, to like his potential takes and takes in the class, given they're getting them on officials and, and recruiting them heavily. But LSU has fought back and, and certainly I think has um, shown that they've made headway for the longest time. Guillory said LSU is my leader. Uh, and Jaquel and Roy was already committed and, and then he decommitted and sort of is going back through things. So, I mean, I could list you off the Van Fillingers or, um, Montre Edwards or, you know, some of these Jay Hardy, Miles Murphy types, but let's be real. They have defensive line spots saved for Jacoby and Guillory and for Jaquel and Roy. And they wanted all the guys that they've got so far, these recent commits that they've gotten in Jenkins and, and Lee, they wanted them. That's who they wanted. They want a four man Louisiana class. That includes those guys in the trenches. And I think if they do that and you pair that with Ollie Gay, who looks like he's got, he has incredible size, but looks like he's got some great upside going into this year at Garden City. Uh, you toss him in as a defensive end. And now you've added Eric Taylor, an out-of-state kid who, uh, as we said, can make plays at multiple positions on the defensive line. Uh, this is going to be their if they finish with a splash uh, with these in-state kids, I think this will be the best defensive line haul that Ed Orgeron's had, no doubt, in his tenure. But uh, even dating back to when he was D-line coaching before that, I think uh, at the end of the day, they would hang this wall up of, of here's the D-line signees. And if Roy and Guillory are on that, uh, boy, they're going to be dancing in the offices because uh, mission accomplished. They had to have defensive linemen, and that means they would have gotten the guys they wanted. Yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. I don't think I could say it any better than that. Huge credit to Ed Ogeron. Huge credit to Dennis Johnson. That entire staff right now. Uh, Got to be pretty happy. There's work left to be done with Guillory and Roy. Uh, there's more for us to talk about on the other side of this quick break from the Go 24-7 podcast. We'll get to Jalen Cook's commitment and what it means for Will Wade and the Tigers right after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And welcome back to the Go 24-7 podcast. We covered a huge stretch of recruiting for Ed Ogeron and the Tigers, and now we move on to Will Wade and the Tigers. They finished out the 2019 class so far strong with five-star power forward Trendon Watford. They've got two scholarships left to uh, see what shake, shakes loose to finish out the 2019-20 roster, but they got a big start on the 2020 recruiting class with Walker, Louisiana point guard, and the Louisiana player of the year, Jalen Cook announced his commitment Tuesday night. It was really back-to-back. Jalen Cook announces, Eric Taylor announces, and then Jalen Lee announces. Uh, Shay, this was a wild 24 hours. 
Uh, I've seen Jalen Cook play. He's the number one player in the state for me. He's the number one point guard in the state for me. And, and really somebody that um, when I talk to people around this recruitment, he's been a, a quintessential lock to LSU. And, and it's huge that they got him on board now. It's a very kind of similarly time to Javante Smart when he got on board to kind of start building that 2018 recruiting class right at the end of June, heading into the July live eval periods, and then into the fall when they'll start bringing in some of these big-time prospects. Now Jalen Cook can be recruiting for the Tigers. He's just right on the edge of a top 100 player. I think he can finish inside the top 100 with a big July live period, and then, of course, over the next course of the year into high school and and uh, some of the other tournaments he'll play in, he's got a chance to finish uh, inside, well inside the top 100 for me. Uh, somebody that, uh, great kid, tough, shifty, can facilitate, has improved his three-point shot. Uh, this is a great land for LSU. Big news for the Tigers. Uh, Six-foot 180, Billy, you sit in a lot of AAU gyms. Uh, you just said, look, I think he'd creep in the top 100. You've seen him play more than 10 times. What's the comp? What what player on the team or on last year's team is Jalen Cook? Who, what sort of role is he fitting into? He's fitting into that true point guard like Tremont Waters. I don't think they're uh, necessarily similar. I mean, Tremont, the way he can pass the ball and, and he has that three-point range that I don't think Jalen necessarily has. But Jalen has that toughness. I think he's a better athlete uh, than Tremont. But the comp for me and from talking with different people – Point to Auburn point guard Jared Harper, who's been one of the best point guards in the SEC for quite some time. And then Kansas point guard Frank Mason, both just uh, really just incredible college players, had great careers. Both are at that six foot range uh, and both were right around the top 100 uh, on the 24 seven sports composite coming out of high school. So ones that were really highly thought after or thought of. Uh, but but you know weren't that elite top fifteen type prospect um, and five star prospect. But look, make no mistake about it. Jalen Cook has has been a household name in Louisiana for a long time. He was really about to blow up nationally and and will on the recruiting trail. Uh, he had an incredible NBA uh, top one hundred camp just earlier this month in Virginia. LSU was able to watch some of that. And look, Will Wade and and Tasman Mitchell, and we'll get into the job Taz did with with recruiting Jalen uh, with his ties to his family. But this is somebody that they had to get on board now, or else it was going to be a drawn out process. Official visits. I mean, they were going to have to fight tooth and nail uh, with other you know programs as Jalen would go through that recruiting process. Now, I mentioned him being, I would say, a quintessential lock, and he said it. I didn't want to go anywhere else but LSU, and th- and that was. Uh, for Jalen, I, I think it, it came down to it. It was a relatively easy decision for him to make. But Shay, I mean, this is somebody that they had to work to to say, okay, let's let's shut this down. Let's start recruiting for 2020 uh, for the Tigers. Um, the the job Tasman Mitchell has done with him since being hired as the third assistant, another assistant uh, on the staff with with Greg Hire and Bill Armstrong. Um, this is exactly why you 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 hired Tasman Mitchell to keep players like this to stay Louisiana locked down uh, for LSU and, and to get somebody that was you know born ready to be a tiger. Yeah. Oh boy. I mean, I can remember I went to college at the same time Tasman did uh, and they had the final four run and all that, but sort of that theme was all those guys were from here, right? It was uh, big baby and Garrett temple and them. Tyrus Thomas was from Baton Rouge. Uh, you had Tasman Mitchell, obviously 
uh, from the denim area. And, uh, you know, there were so many personalities. I mean, Garrett Temple's still playing in the NBA, but Big Baby was the big personality, and Tyrus was this big shot blocker. But Tasman, and you talk to people who covered him in AAU and through college, was always the likable guy. It was just always about the team, always grinding. Uh, and when Will Wade decided to put him on the bench, you know, to move him out of that role, put him on the bench, put him on the road to recruit, you immediately went on our site and said, all right, the Jalen Cook start, you know, watch starts now. And I think you were right because what his, he's a God in Livingston Parish. I mean, and he gives back to the community. He's always over there. So it was no shocker for them uh, to turn around and land Jalen Cook pretty much in short order because Tasman got the job, what it wasn't a month ago even. So uh, they nabbed Jalen Cook. And look, let's start. You said Jalen Cook's athletic. We have him ranked as a top 25 football player in Louisiana right now based off what he did at receiver. And then you get this little added note, right, of if Jalen Cook's on campus, maybe Brian Thomas follows suit, who, for those not familiar, Walker has two very good players on their football team. Obviously, Cook plays some football, but Brian Thomas is an absolute animal as a wide receiver. We ranked him early, what, I think he was in the top 200 on 247 right now for the 2021 class. LSU's offered. Uh, and I wouldn't be shocked if he's one of those guys that gets on board early because I'm with you. I think that being in that area, we just see Jalen Lee pop. We see Jalen Cook pop. Uh, Livingston Parish is, is currently being quite kind to the Tigers. Yeah, no doubt about it. And and you mentioned Brian Thomas. I mean, he's somebody now that I, I think is squarely on, you know, uh, a watch for LSU as well. And, and the, the point about him being a football player, to, to just be clear, he's going to play basketball at, at LSU. But that athleticism is, like you said, I mean, just huge. And now you have somebody to build around in that 2020 recruiting class. And they've been you know, watching and extending offers in the 2020 class. 2019 is still you know, to be determined as far as how they finish. But a great start for LSU on the 2020 re- recruiting class. And um, with Jalen Cook on board, it, it's just huge. And uh, I, I think it's safe to say now that that Will Wade and LSU, you can kind of look towards the future and just put all that from last year behind you. You have your point guard of the future and Jalen Cook now committed. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they finish out the 2019 class, but huge news for LSU to get Cook on board. A huge start to the week for us at Go 24-7, but especially LSU. Shay, a great little pod here. Hope you guys enjoyed listening. Uh, Shay, we got a big rest of the week, though. We'll be... Uh, on campus for elite camp and they've got official visitors coming up too. Yeah. And let me hype it up on Thursday is 24 seven takeover day. So we've got every national analyst coming, um, to really chat with us. You know, LSU's recruiting so nationally, uh, right now with their commitments and their targets that, uh, a lot of different guys are going to come in and weigh in on things. Obviously Steve and Barton and Charles and, uh, and Gabe Brooks and Blair Angulo, Brian Doan, Brandon Huffman, Biggins, uh, everybody that's helped out on the site with this recruiting class is going to come by. Uh, we'll pump out some content from camp, which will be the best camp, elite camp. Uh, all the big guys will be there. And as you said, we've got Guillory on an official visit that we have to cover, uh, and there'll be some more. So uh, once you get done listening to the pod, just head over to the site. We'll take care of the rest. A great point, Shay. Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. A huge rest of June with those camps with official visitors uh, coming up on Go 24-7 and 24-7 Sports. So thanks for listening to the Go 24-7 podcast. We'll catch you guys later this week.